You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for the opening, the opening drive. Don't think it was any surprise Justin Fields declared the starter. He talked about his dislocated thumb healing, Dan, and I think we'll get to some audio about what everybody said. Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields, and Luke Getze. Overall, though, how would you describe the stakes over the final seven games for Justin Fields in a process, in a, in a reevaluation process? Is that too strong? That begins Sunday at Ford Field. Continues Sunday at Ford Field. That's that's the verb that needs to be used here because I think that there's like been this perception in some pockets that okay, it's a seven game uh, report card that the Bears are going to put together. No, Justin has made 31 starts. He's been with the Bears, you know, for for three seasons, and they've played. I think they're up to 44 or 45 games now since he was drafted. And so this is an ongoing evaluation that continues now that he's back from the dislocated thumb, and everything that happens from this point forward will be added in to what they've watched up to this point as far as the stakes they're huge they're absolutely huge because we've documented this for a while now with what the bears are potentially facing across multiple fronts with the decision-making process in the front office number one potentially having the number one overall pick or at least a top two or three pick by virtue of the carolina panthers who knows where the bears pick winds up at the end of this if it's still a top 10 pick is it still a top five pick how does that impact things justin's fifth year option which now under the new cba is is fully guaranteed for 2025 if the bears choose to exercise that by may so there are so many things that they have to 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 make decisions on up to up the ladder at house hall that this seven game stretch is the closing arguments of this entire trial this three season trial at justin fields and it's his chance to again as we talked about earlier in the week take the steering wheel this whole thing and steer it whichever direction he hopes and wants it to go we'll see where he takes it but the stakes are huge even if even if justin which we'll get to in a minute is is so grounded in the now which i'm very impressed with yeah that's very impressive i I think it's he's got to look at it as a seven game audition if you will and and even though the bears may think they have made their minds up you have to leave open just a sliver of possibility there's too many variables that are in play they may not have the first overall pick they may not be in a position to draft a quarterback justin fields might be the best option after all is said and done at the end of a 17 game season and they have to keep their mind open to that possibility and give him the chance to 
to, to make a strong case. This is his closing argument, if you will. And he's got an opportunity to do over seven games. What he did in a six-game stretch last year was kind of change the perception of what he can be as an NFL quarterback. So I think all those things lead me to believe, and it may be overstating it or sounds like hyperbole, um, Sunday's as big of a game as Justin Fields has started for the Bears, only because it begins uh, it begins the process of being reevaluated for the reasons you described, and I think what's at stake for his career. Yeah, and look, it's a division game, you know, and yeah. and, and when we talk about we measure quarterbacks right by by how they perform on third down in the red zone in big moments in the fourth quarter, and we also measure them by by what they do in their division because that's the first step in becoming a, a, a you know high quality and eventually an elite football team in this league is is controlling your division. Justin won his first ever division start against the Lions in Week Four of his rookie season in 2021, and has since lost ten in a row in the division um look like that's not good enough his rating in division games is 79.7 and you've got this three-game stretch now lions vikings bye week lions where you're playing three consecutive division games against quality opponents and we know what the vikings did defensively to flummox them the last time that he played a game in general and that's sandwiched between these two games against the division leading lions that should tell us a lot and so this is this is it right like this is this is go time it's it's the opportunity here to um respond you know to meet the moment and i think um to, to, to segue a little bit into our sound here, I thought Matt Eberflus was pretty straightforward when asked on Wednesday afternoon whether the seven remaining games were enough to to make a, a, an informed judgment on who Justin Fields is as a quarterback. Here's what the Fluce had to say. I think seven weeks is enough time for the to show consistency, you know, and being the high performer, you know, that we expect him to be, you know, and I, I know he's had some good performances, you know, along this year. Um, certainly the last few have been, been you know, solid and, uh, you know, we can, we expect consistency, you know, out of all our positions. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That was pretty vague. I, I think consistency is the word you keep hearing. And obviously the the goal, it, last time out, it's like they're pretending the Minnesota first half for until he was injured didn't really happen. And I, and I think that's convenient. The two yeah. games before that certainly were uh, exceptions to the rule, I suppose. His, his overall record of, uh, you know, as a starter is not good, but I think that he did. The only thing he did in that answer was reinforce the need to see consistent performances out of Justin Fields. Well, right. He used that word twice and he used that word twice for a reason. We listened to Ryan Poles in 2022 talk about young quarterbacks and grading the flashes and being, um, you know, able to see potential, right? That's what you're looking for early on in a career is, is does this guy have it in him to make high level plays? Well, Justin answered those questions and he showed flashes and that's why he was given the opportunity to remain uh, the undisputed QB one for 2023. And well, now the next step is 
can you clear that consistency checkpoint? And we can't pass him through that checkpoint until he, he earns the right to be passed through that checkpoint. Consistency is the name of the game here. The other thing that you hear from Matt Eberflus a lot, you hear from Luke Getzi a little bit, is the need to, t- to take care of the football. And so that's going to be part of the consistency grade over these next three games in the final seven of the season, assuming Justin's able to start them all, which is another part of consistency, right? Are you consistently available? And when we talk about missing 11 games, missing a quarter of, of the team's uh, games due to injury or illness, over your career that's part of consistency is can you play consistently because what interrupts consistency it's not playing for a month you know and obviously this is a long stretch for justin with this thumb injury but that's all part of the grade before we get to what justin fields had to say about what's at stake over the seven games you know i think it's interesting to consider jared goff is, is having a very strong season very quietly i think he's somewhat That's underrated really yeah and he's he's hitting the the long plays i think there's only one quarterback cj stroud's the only quarterback in the nfl has more completions of 20 or more yards and jared goff is getting it done but i wonder if this is the only time over the remaining seven games or the lions are the only team against whom the bears won't have an edge at quarterback is that is that probably wishful thinking, Dan? I mean, but, but when you look at what Justin Fields is capable of accomplishing and you look at Deshaun Watson is out and Kirk Cousins is out and who the Bears have left to play, shouldn't Justin Fields reasonably think that the schedule is lined up for him to succeed? Um, how do you feel about Kyler Murray? Well, I mean, if he's healthy, you just don't know what version of Kyle, Kyler Murray you're going to get. I, that's, a, that's a valid comeback. I, I don't know if he's going to be a guy that can be dynamic two weeks in a row, two series in a row. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray at his best, right. uh, he has more experience and more positive experiences in the NFL than Justin Fields. That's a very similar matchup in terms of explosiveness. But what – you know, Kyler Murray, you talk about consistency, just coming back from an ACL. Certainly the first game back was what you want to see. If he's still on the field in December, I think that's going to be probably one. Yeah. Okay. Valid. That That's probably one that they would not have the advantage. Yeah, but look, in terms of quarterback matchups, this is not a intimidating slate to close right. the season at all. The Bears right. defense should be drooling at that. Now, Justin's going to have to step up and meet challenges. We mentioned the Vikings defense. We saw what Brian Flores did for two and a half quarters. I think it was seven possessions last month when he was able to take uh, Justin completely out of his game and, and, and knock the Bears offense completely out of sorts. The Cleveland Browns defense has been one of the best in the league all year. That's waiting yeah. before you know we get to the Christmas season. And so there, there are some challenges here, but they're good challenges because what do you want? You want him to go play the the you know five bottom defenses and put up uh, you know these false positives and and, and things that that give you uh, you know, fool's gold's return. And, and you think that you've got something that you don't really have. Um, so look like this, this is, it's a, it's a fair test just as this whole season has been set up as a fair test. Justin's got an offensive line that is uh, as healthy and intact as it's been going to Detroit, as it's been since, since training camp, he's got, answers in the receiving core, in the tight end group, in the running back room to help him to not have to do it all. He's got a defense that, as we've documented here recently, that has kept the Bears in football games and is playing a level of football that you can be successful with if you can cut down on your game-changing mistakes and manage a football game accordingly. So this it's a fair test, and and, and I think he's eager to go uh, into it, and, and, and he understands that it starts 
with the first question on the test, which is Detroit Sunday at Ford Field. And, and, and so this was Justin's answer when asked about the seven game sample size and what's left for him to prove. Uh, I mean, in it just starts with Sunday um, and just taking it day by day. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's my focus right now. It's just, you know, focusing on Sunday, get prepared for that, uh, you know, going out there, playing hard, playing to the uh, best of my ability. That was a good answer. I think he was pretty stoic. Um, I, I think that uh, you heard, uh, you were there, Dan. I mean, how would you describe his demeanor? He was pretty serious, seemed pretty focused, and somebody that was uh, ready to come back after being off a month. Yeah, you know, look, like I asked him directly, is, is this the longest stretch in your football life that you've missed inside of a season of, of not being in game action? He said in senior year of high school, he had, you know, uh, at least one, possibly two broken fingers on his right hand that kept him out for about the same amount of time, he said. So it's not a totally new experience, but it's frustrating. It's really difficult to, as a competitor, be confined to the side lines to um, not be able to go do what you do and what you love doing. And so you've got to learn to adapt to that. And, and to Justin's credit, he said he, he really appreciated the perspective he gained from watching from the sideline, which he's had to do before, obviously. Uh, and and hopefully there are things that he took away from the, the four and a half game Tyson Bajan experience that helps him, you know, see things a little differently, helps him react a little differently, helps him make decisions a little differently. And then he also went on to say, look, like Tyson and I are different quarterbacks and we're going to play the game differently. So while I may pluck a thing or two here or there, it's not like I'm going to try to become Tyson Bajan for obvious reasons, you know? And so we'll see where he goes. You mean he didn't study Tyson Bajan like Chris Collinsworth advised him to do? I, I never took exception to that comment the way a lot of the, the Chicago uh, world did, because I thought that there were things that Tyson Bajan did in terms of pocket presence and quick decision-making and distributing the ball that, that this quarterback should borrow, should borrow and add to his game, which obviously has a much higher ceiling and has a much uh, greater level of potential because of, of the gifts he has. Well, now you start to add in some of the nuanced uh, the parts of quarterback play. You can make yourself even better. I think that's fair, but I also think that everything is about tone and delivery and the tone and delivery of that comment at that time in that context was sounding <laughs> somewhat condescending. And it was in the context of everything else where NBC was really laying on thick the education of Tyson Bajan. And I think that just came off a little bit uh, thank, thankfully, uh, the wrong way. But thankfully, Justin Fields took it for what it was worth and handled it very well, as he did the question for Patrick Finley when Patrick asked him if uh, when Tyson Bajan had success, some people, some people wanted to create a quarterback controversy. This is how he answered that with that exchange. Yeah, I mean, of course, but that's the world we live in nowadays. You know, everybody wants, um, you know, everybody wants to cause a stir, cause media attention, boom, 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 comments, stories. So um, that's just, you know, that's just what comes with it. Um, but, you know, I, I knew that was going to happen from the get-go, so it, it came to me as no surprise. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, like I said, I was coming in the building every day, um, being the same guy I was, you know, before I was hurt and, um, you know, just trying to be the best leader I can be. Obviously, David, when when Patrick Finley asked about, quote unquote, some people creating a quarterback controversy, he was directly referring to our producer, Adam Stadzinski, who was at the front of the line to create a Justin versus Tyson uh, uh, battle royale, as we've documented on this podcast many times. Uh, I did like Justin's answer to that because he looked like like Justin's maturity through everything he's been through through three seasons is impressive. You know, it, it's totally admirable. And it's one of the reasons that people inside the building 
Manning feel so strongly about giving him the opportunity to succeed because he's he's earned that. You know, he's earned that credibility inside the building, and 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 it's it's uh it's cool because I, like like he he's not going to shrivel from this moment in his career, right? He may not perform up to, to expectations. He may not satisfy the wants of, of the bears fan base. And more importantly, the bears coaching staff in front office at Ellis hall. But, but Justin's not going to, you know, cower and, and suddenly be like, Oh my God, my career's on the line. I'm going to get all tight and, and over urgent and try to do too much. And it's going to, it's going to come completely unraveled. And so now let's go take the test. Let's go see what it looks like uh, starting Sunday in Detroit. Yeah, performances like that, or I guess just answers like that, make you think and you feel confident. I do think Justin Fields is going to be a, an NFL starting quarterback. I don't know if it's going to be in Chicago. I, I really am not sure after, you know, had this where this year has gone and where the draft uh, realities may come into play. But I, I do like the way he handles himself. And I think uh, on Wednesday it was the latest example. And I think that, you know, that's a, that maturity and that leadership that, that is, it seems very natural has always been his strongest suit. 